Stephanie Milkey here, aka Keto Mom, or often called Mom, Sis, Steffi, Daughter, Wife, Aunt, and Friend. Just like many of you, I carry a lot of titles. My favorite title is Mom. I should probably say Wife, which takes a lot of my time. But let's be honest if you want to do something and do it well, you will make the time for it. Commitment is hard because we find ourselves overcommitted, but when you practice prioritizing, you will find out what is actually important and what you can let go. With the Keto Mom Podcast, you will learn together how to manage our time, commit to the most important things in life, and I will equip you with the tools you need to feel qualified each step of the way. My name is Stephanie Milkey, and welcome to the Keto Mom Secrets Podcast. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Keto Mom page. My name is Stephanie, and I'm going to talk about five, four, three, two, one blast off. I'm going to talk about just the concept of a book as you're tuning in, a book that we did years ago. And honestly, it kind of goes along with eating that frog, but it's something that if you just have the awareness around the five second rule, it can help you in so many different areas of your life. So as you're tuning in, tell me where you're tuning in from. Good morning uh, here in Minnesota. Yesterday, it was warm and sunny. Today looks a little chilly, but it's fine. It's probably going to rain today. It's not a big deal. Tell me where you're tuning in from and happy Friday if you're listening to or watching this live. How many of you, let me know in the comments, how many of you read this book? I don't, well, if if there has not been a lot of you that have actually read this book, then I'll actually take this book and we'll go through it again. I went through it probably a year and a half ago. It's an incredible concept, great stories, not hard to understand. She goes through some very specific understandings of why, but I'll explain it to you. Tell me if you have read this book. If you've read this book, say, I've read the book. If you have not read the book, say, I have not read the book. And so here's the basic concept of this book, the five second rule. How many of you, how many of you hit the snooze? Anybody on here hit the snooze button? How many of you find yourself driving into the drive through How many of you make excuses not to go to the gym? How many, oh, that's great. Andrea, yes, say not below if you've not read the book. Say read if you've read the book. Then you don't have to write out the whole sentence. If I have more people that have not read the book, we could go through it. It's a really great book. Um, yes, it is really great, Lori, isn't it? <clears throat> All right, so it sounds like, it looks like it's pretty even. Read the book, not read the book. Read the book, not read the book. I'm going to give you the basic overview of this book. Basically, the author, Mel Robbins, was, she would say, in a very desperate despair of life. And she was really her biggest challenge in life was just getting out of bed. And she explains her story and how she adopted the five second rule. But <clears throat> I walk to places. <laughs> Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, everybody. So here is what she says. This is a super powerful tool. We can choose to go through the book or not go through the book or we can choose something different. But she says this, you have greatness inside of you only through action have I unlocked the power inside of me to become the person that I've always wanted to become? This book, this five-second rule, this concept can help you in any area of your life, but it's about taking action. And so in the very beginning, she said, the first thing I just needed to do was get out of bed. She talks about how all of a sudden she had this like 
I just need to blast myself out of bed before my brain starts telling me no and makes excuses. How many times have you wanted to do something? Go to the gym, prep your food, like something that's going to help you become a better version of yourself. And then your brain goes, I'm tired. I don't want to. I'll start tomorrow. Uh, And you go down this rabbit hole of later, not right now, you're not good enough. Why would I do this? Right. And then all of a sudden you just don't, you just don't do it for whatever reason. So the five second rule is just simply that before your brain starts talking you out of something, you go five, four, three, two, one. As soon as your alarm clock goes off, you get your booty out of bed. It's like, it's like you're a rocket ship. You're taking action into that thing you need to do. Five, four, three, two, one. You put your tennis shoes on and you get your booty to the gym. Five, four, three, two, one. You drive past the fast food place. That's your favorite place to eat on a Friday. Five, four, three, two, one. You walk past the employee lounge that just ordered a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. Five, four, three, two, one. You make the phone call that needs to be made. Five, four, three, two, one. You apologize before you go down this route of blaming and shaming and justifying. Five, four, three, two, one. Go past the target. Some of you need to work on your finances. The concept of this book is incredible because you are putting yourself into action before you talk yourself out of it because our minds, our thinking is powerful. It's one of the most, uh, it's your, it's your superpower is your thinking. It can be your superpower if you have an awareness and understand how it works. So I was just going to read something to you. I thought it was super great. And we can decide if we want to go through the book or not. So she says, she was lying in bed. She goes, usually she would tell herself, tomorrow I will change. Tomorrow I will wake up early. Tomorrow I will have a better attitude and I'll try harder. I will go to the gym. I will be nicer to my husband. I will eat healthy. I won't drink so much tomorrow. It will be the future me. How many of you can relate tomorrow? And she says, with that vision in her mind and her heart, she set up, she set an alarm for 6 a.m. And then the cycle would be different. She was like, tomorrow it's going to be different. So what happened? Uh, hold on. I don't want to read you the whole thing. So she thought that she would get up. She would ha- So I thought about getting up and then I would hesitate. I'd roll over and she'd hit the snooze. In general, that's what happened until she, she would say tomorrow, tomorrow. The five second rule was all it took for her to take action. She realized that she needed to take action. The key in anything, in your health, in your marriage, in your relationships, in your finances, in your spiritual walk, anything that you're wanting better in life takes a five-second decision to do it before your mindset and your brain and your thinking talks you out of it and your excuses and your tomorrow concept. Five, four, three, two, one. Take the action, make the phone call, drive past whatever it is you need to drive past, put the drink down. Like it really is, it might seem so simple. And if we were to go through this book or you've never gone through it and you just adopt, if all you do right now is you go, all right, if I'm going to do something, I need to go five, four, three, two, one. Without even thinking about it, I have to go do it. It will help you take action in those areas of your life that you're finding yourself making excuses. And that's it. So that's what this book is about. I mean, I underline a bajillion parts of the book. She says this, if there's one thing 
I've learned using the five second rule. When it comes to goals, dreams, and changing your life, your inner wisdom is genius. Your goal-related impulses, urgent, and instincts are there to guide you. You need to learn to get on them, to bet on them. You need to learn to go, five, four, three, two, one, I'm going to go after this. She goes, I ignored how I felt. I didn't think. I did what I needed to be done. Five, four, three, two, one, go. So whatever that looks like for you. She goes, the five-second rule, the moment you have an instinct to act on a goal, here's, here's the whole kicker for this, this beginning. The moment that you have an instinct to act on a goal, you go five, four, three, two, one, and physically move or your brain will stop you. Does that make sense? So what do you guys think? For those of you who've read it, so let me ask you this question. For those of you who've read the book, and this book wouldn't take long because honestly, it's basic concepts of the chapter. Do you feel like you use the five second rule? There's a point of reading books. Uh, our CEO of our company, I heard him uh, coaching a friend one time and our friend said this, here's, here's what the book is. It's called the five second rule. Our friend was talking about how he's like, listen, I've read all of these books and he's talking about all of the books that he read and he was so excited. And our CEO, his name's Brian. I remember him saying, okay, that's super cool that you've read all those books. What is the action that you've done from reading all of those books? What are the actions that you're taking when you learn all of these things? And I think he had, he stopped and he was like, you're right. And I remember Brian saying, I don't care if you read 15 books or if you read one book. If you don't put action behind that, none of it matters. You've got all of it stored up and it didn't help you. So if you just take one book this year and you read it and then you do the action, it will change your life, right? So this, so whether it's like we read the Eat That Frog book, are you eating the frog? Yesterday I joked about on my stories, I said I ate the frog and it's a silly frog. But we needed to go pay, uh, our, our daughter had her wisdom teeth out. And I, for whatever reason, couldn't get it to work online. The lady that helped me with the billing wasn't super nice. My husband kept saying, hey, I need you to go pay the rest of the bill. Hey, I need you to go pay the bill. And I didn't want to go, and I've been putting it off for weeks because of one lady. She wasn't very nice. It really shouldn't have mattered. But legitimately, it has been a frog that's been sitting on my shoulder. And I was like, why don't you go do it, babe? He's like, I don't even, like you were there, you took her, like just go pay the bill. The mean lady, the frog was that I have been procrastinating on. Uh, isn't it something how you can see, you can see things worse than they are? So anyways, I drove to the surgical place and I was like, hey, I walked in and the lady that I was supposed to meet with to be like, just run the bill. Can you just pay this off, please? Uh, was meeting with somebody else. So I walked up to the receptionist. And I was like, hey, I just have to pay this bill. She looks busy. And she's like, oh, I can do it. And I went, this is so great. And she was so sweet. I just tell you that because sometimes we don't do things because it seems worse than it is. And even if I had to meet with the not so nice lady, it would have been fine. But I did it and it didn't. <laughs> it's just sometimes I think the silliest things hold us back, Right. The silliest things of like the what ifs. Hi, Teresa. Good to see you. Good morning. Um, the silliest things. What if I go to the gym and somebody judges me? What if I don't, what if I'm 
whatever, right? Oh, what if I look funny? People are looking at me. Or what if I go to the restaurant and I feel like somebody's going to judge me so I eat the fries because I'm with all my coworkers and I don't want to be weird because I'm on a diet, right? Right? So the five second rule is the basic concept. And if you don't read the book, the only thing you need to know is when you have an instinct to act on something, to not do something, to make a better choice, to go a different direction, to choose something that might be hard right now, but it's in the end going to help you on your goals, you count five, four, three, two, one. You take the action rather than letting your mind talk you out of it. That's it. We can go through the book, but all you need to know is now you have an awareness. You listen to me, right? I mean, I hope you heard me, but I say that because if you are a person that gathers knowledge from so many different places, knowledge isn't power. Have you guys heard that people say knowledge is power? Knowledge is power. Not really. Knowledge can be power, but you're missing the key ingredient. Knowledge is power when you take the action upon what you know. It's not just knowledge is power. If it's sitting up here and you don't do it, if you don't do what you know you need to do, then it does nothing for you. Nothing. So today as you go throughout your day and you're making choices every single day, 1% better, 1% worse. Should I eat this or would this be better? Should I go drink a little too much or should I just go enjoy myself because that's not going to help me with my goals, right? I'm not talking about cheat days. I'm not talking about enjoying yourself at a friend's wedding. I'm talking about the day in, the day out, the choices that you make. 1% better, 1% worse. Five, four, three, two, one, go to the gym. I don't care what people say. I'm going to go work towards my goals. You want to know what? <clears throat> I was driving yesterday uh, with one of my daughters on the way to go eat that frog, actually, on the way to go do something I've been procrastinating about. <clears throat> and as I was driving, I saw this older man running. He probably, I mean, he had white, white hair. I would say he, uh, I'm not saying this meanly, but like his appearance, he was a little overweight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Where's my drink? And I told I told Emery, our daughter, I said, man, you want to know what I love? I love seeing people going after goals when they, like I looked at that man as I was driving by him and I was like, good job. Like, good job for getting out there. Even though you might be tired, maybe you could easily use your age as a factor of like, I'm just going to settle. Uh, you might, he was a little overweight, which running to me, I mean, I, I'm not overweight, but I, I will tell you when I start running, my mind will say, you need to stop. And he was running pretty fast. And I was like, I think that's so amazing to see people who are on the pursuit of better. And, and he just was out running the best that he could with a pretty big, uh, I would say gut. I don't know how else to say it, but I'm saying it was so cool to see him do that because he didn't appear to care what other people thought. He wasn't waiting until he was in better shape to go outside and run where other people could see him. He was on a journey. Now, I don't know his story, but in my head, he was like, I'm going to lose some weight. Hey, I'm not too old. Hey, I'm going to do the best that I can. And he was outside running. I was like, that is so cool. That inspires me. 
So if you think people are judging you because of the way that you look, I think more people are inspired to see people going after their dreams. Even if they don't tell you, you inspire somebody by becoming the better version of you. Because when you do that, it makes other people go, huh, if they can do it, I can do it. And I'm going to tell you one more thing. If, and there are people, so you're going to have a group of people that you're going to inspire. Whether they tell you that or not, that man has no idea. I don't even know who he is. That, that I thought these thoughts about him. Like, good job. You're amazing. Like, that's so awesome. If you can run, I should be able to run. Wow, you're probably in your 60s, if not a little bit older. I don't mean that to be old. I'm 40. Numbers can work for you or against you. So all I want to say is you're going to have people that you never know, but you inspire them because you're working towards a better version of you. And then you might have people that, that, that might tell you what they think. And I'm going to tell you something, even if it's a couple people. So for example, I had a really great conversation with a lady on here and I won't say her name. And she's like, I actually would love to share more. I would love to like share with people how I've done on my health journey because she's doing amazing. But you want to know why she doesn't? Because there's two people in her life, close people. You could even say family members that give her a hard time every time she chooses healthy food, every time that she talks about how much weight she's lost, every time she talks about how great she feels. There's two people that put up their nose and make her feel less than. First of all, shame on them. But second of all, you can't let those people pull you down because the reason that they are acting that way is because they feel an inward they should be working on themselves. It's making them feel bad because they aren't working on their health. It has nothing to do with that person and everything to do with their own self-doubt. And you might have that. So if you stop doing something because there's two loud voices versus you might not hear the people that are inspired, right? But isn't it interesting how there only might be one or two people that like bark in your ear, but they seem the loudest, which might make you stop doing the things that you want to do. You've got to go, all right. I care about these people. They might not be on board with me, but but I'm doing it to be a better person for them. I'm not doing it to be arrogant. I said, I said, all you need to do is you don't be rude. You don't be arrogant. You don't be like, here's what I did and she's not. I said, you just lead by example and you be the best version of you. And you pray for them. <laughs> I said, you pray for them. I say all of that because some of you don't take action because of what somebody else has said to you. There's no reason for that, right? Like if you feel judged, uh, just make sure you're not being arrogant in it, but go, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm not going to let the two loud voices that seem like they're louder than everybody else that's proud of me depict or determine the actions that I take. All right. I had no, I had no intention of going down that route, but it just came to my mind. So somebody needed to hear it. Uh, I was super proud of that man that was running and he doesn't even know me. I was inspired by his running because I make excuses not to run. I could easily go out and run. So five, four, three, two, one, whatever that means to you, when you feel like you need to take action on something or to not take action on something, five, four, three, two, one, take that action, whether it takes you from something that's going to hurt your goals or brings you towards something. And then you do it before you talk yourself out of it. So 
All right. That's what I had for you on this amazing Friday. I hope you guys are having a great day. As always, uh, reach out with questions. Ask your questions below. Send me a message. Let me ponder on this just for a little bit. I mean, it's a really simple book to go through. Maybe we'll just do it. I wanted to go through the book called The Last Arrow, but it's very story-driven, and it's a little bit of a harder book to have conversations about online. It's a book that you should read and let it change your life. I feel like books that are action-driven and giving you concepts would be an easier book to go through because I can talk about something. All right, you know what, Lori? We're going to do it. We're going to do it because I don't have another book. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Here's what I want to tell you. We will start this officially on Monday. If you're listening to, because we have a podcast, I don't know if you knew that. I think these are uploaded to the podcast. Uh, yes, they are. And so I shouldn't always say days, but if you are watching me live on social media, we will start on Monday. So if you have the book, great. If you don't have it, you can easily get it. If you uh, just want to follow along, I'll give you the basic concepts and it's going to help you on your journey because we often need reminders. And so even if you've read it and you're not utilizing the five, four, three, two, one, now is a good reminder of whatever you're going after to five, four, three, two, one, go. So thanks for tuning in. Your presence matters. You can always go to ketomomsecrets.com. And this is the book. Oh, the, the book that I told you to read for yourself, for those of you who are asking, uh, Lynn, is it's called The Last Arrow. Write it down. The Last Arrow by Erwin McManus. I've read the book 20 times. It is one of my most favorite books. Uh, it is very story driven. And I was looking through my highlights and there's a couple things that we could talk about on here. But I would say if there's ever a book to read, it's called The Last Arrow. My podcast is called Keto Mom Secrets. So if you listen, if you've got the podcast app, I think it's a, I'll, I'll throw out my stories, but keto mom secrets. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate you all and uh, reach out with questions. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.